0: You're listening to The Racking Focus Podcast. Hey, welcome back to The Racking Focus Podcast. I'm Josiah Blizzard.
1: And I'm John Doyle. And today we're diving into HBO's release of the Justice League Snyder Cut. So begins the end. For Dark I've never
0: seen a being this strong.
1: Maybe one.
0: Back. Okay, so to fill you guys in, I have not seen, I think, half of the DC films. I haven't seen Batman v Superman. I have not seen uh, uh, Aquaman. I haven't seen the first Justice League. And to be quite honest, I've hated just about everything I've seen from the DC universe. So this is going to be interesting.
1: Your hate for the DC universe is untempered.
0: Yeah, this is... I, I feel like I really just need to turn my brain off and just say, I'm going to enjoy this ridiculous superhero film and just accept it for what it is. But I don't know if I'm actually going to be able to do that.
1: We're, we'll see what happens. The the uh, Part of the problem of that is, of course, we have four hours worth of viewing to do. So it's not like like turning your brain off for four hours is different than 90 minutes or two hours. So we'll see how you survive through this. I have seen every film in the D.C., eu or i guess if we're going to use that language um and uh have been excited and disappointed over and over and over again Um, i'm much more forgiving of the series than you are but they have some problems and one of those problems has to do with the way the third act in all of the films Uh functions so you know the first wonder woman great first two acts in a lot of ways or at least good and then the third act goes haywire and it seems to happen all the time this is a massive piece of work. I, I should mention too that it is in four by three, so mm. it is al- already. You know, the we're going to be watching. In fact, part of the problem we're in my house and we have a little reflection issue with my TV, but it's not going to be an issue because right, the part be that's reflecting, yeah. there's pillars there, so we're fine. Huh?
0: Well, I'm going to go get a beer from the fridge, and I guess <laughs> we can dive in.
1: Yeah, let's uh, enjoy Justice League. I have a second chance not going to waste it he said the age of heroes would never come again fighting the devil and his army you know i don't care how many demons he's fought and how many hells he's never fought us united
0: all right it's been a long four (laughs) hours for us for you it's been seconds uh John that was something
1: it's a lot of movie it's really like three or four movies it might be more than that it could be more than that yeah
0: I don't really know where to start with this whole thing because I don't remember the first couple of hours (laughs) um like the first like I I do you remember that there was a part where um oh by the way there's spoilers everywhere. Yeah, there's for no this. way we're, we're going to avoid spoilers. We're not doing a spoiler free. We're just going to go. Um, there was a part where there was a guy who almost shot up a whole bunch of school kids. Do you remember that part? I do remember that part. I didn't until just now.
1: Yeah, I I think I have a reasonable memory of of this film right this moment. Um, yeah, surprisingly, uh, over the four hour run. So, uh, I I mean. Let's just cut to the chase here and start to have a, a, a conversation about this. What what was your experience watching this film? That's Let's just go from there okay. before we start to talk about the actual movie I, itself. I'm,
0: I'm going to say that my experience with this movie was not fun necessarily. Um, I will say, though, that I enjoyed this way more than I've enjoyed any of the other DC films.
1: Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. As we move forward, yeah. I, I, we can talk about that a bit. And I think
0: I, in in terms of why, I guess is, I think because I can feel the like Snyder's hand on it, right? And like it's purposefully made, right? And so like there's intention behind everything that's being done, even if the intention's not maybe not, like the right choice. We're always entertaining. We're always entertaining. yeah, yeah it, sure so i think i enjoyed it because i couldn't feel the studio's hand
1: on it yeah this is a this is a film that is right it is completely snyder's vision and i mean we start from the it's getting four by three three to sustain mm-hmm. snyder's vision well i mean we're sustaining the whole vision here for sure yeah um and it that vision includes a pacing that is vi- much it's, slower it
0: is is not even it's slow it is just Downright slow for what you. I think you called at one point an. There's an action movie, and I don't know if you can even call it an action movie. There's like an action sequence out of the, out of this out of this superhero drama.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I think superhero drama is the right language, and it also is. Um, in in many ways, it's doing so many things, and and this was mm-hmm. the problem. Like, so the failure of the the Justice League movie that comes out is that it's doing. So many things, and it sort of decides not to, and it's just going to tell us this, like, sort of Avenger style story, right? And this tries to, or it has all of these other stories in there. I mean, what was at one point we were on our, I don't know, third origin story or something,
0: right? Well, you get an origin story for a Cyborg, you get an origin story for the Flash, you well, you get, get
1: backstory for the Flash, sorry, yes, don't you don't get, get origin. backstory, yes,
0: yes, you're right. Um, but you get all these introductions to, to people, um. Yeah, yeah, it's just, like, a, a lot of introducing people and, like, getting you caught up to, like, where you need to be, which is, like, there's nothing, nothing feels connected about this to, like, anything I've seen in... DC Universe. Yeah,
1: and I can see connections, right? I mean, I've seen all these other films. I I see where this sits in the scope of it, but one of the things I will say is that it feels... I said this to you, too. This movie feels, in some places, like it's full of what we would have in the Marvel Universe's post credit scenes. There's all Mm -hmm. these, like, linking scenes that are, like, setting up the next thing, and they sort of pop in out of nowhere. Yeah. And they're not bad. They're just... They're just... um,
0: Nothing is, like... It doesn't feel like anything is perfectly carved to fit together. It just is like so they just dropped in like this thing that they're going to talk about, maybe talk about later. Does that make sense? Yeah, there, there's
1: w- definitively for like you know the we we meet a character with uh, Jesse Eisenberg's Luther at the end that we need to meet so that we can then see him in a dream sequence. Mm-hmm. Like we there there everything feels like we're those pieces are just being lopped in, which would have been if this arc of the DC Universe was spread out over some time, it would have been inserted slowly yeah. over films, and we would know everybody, and we would know what's going on, and so as they came together, we could grab it. We're forced to really have to care about people very quickly in this mm-hmm. movie, considering it's four hours long, and we have lots of time to get to care about them.
0: Yeah, 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 and and frankly, I you don't really care about them all that much like I didn't really care about Batman or Superman and the reason why is because I know that nothing can happen to them and if it does it, I just I, it doesn't matter like this is a film that I know because like because what it is because it's, it's like a single enti- entity like I know they have to at least they have to succeed in the end You know, sure. And so there's no stakes for me. Like this, this isn't Infinity War where I'm wondering, I'm going in saying, I wonder what is gonna happen at the end, knowing there's another film. Like I, I wonder what's gonna happen. Like anywhere in the Marvel, because because of the Marvel universe, everything in that there's always a continuation. Like what is going to happen at the end of this film? What is the cliffhanger gonna be? And with this, because I know that it just has to, it has to wrap up. For the most part, it may seed itself for the next thing, but I know they have to win in the end. That the stakes film, don't right? matter. Yeah, in this film, I know they have to succeed in some way.
1: Right there's not a there's not enough uh, foundation for them to leave us hanging. Right with with the end. Right. Right. With, with the disaster, because we know that the crux of whatever film's going to exist or not exist in the future is Lois Lane. We've had that hammered it to us, mm-hmm. and that's the climax of that next film in a way, as right. opposed to. What we see in this epilogue that that comes at the end, the lengthy epilogue, twenty minutes. Um, the other thing I want to just at least address really quickly about the experience of this is it was slow paced, and I felt often like I wa- I mean I lo- I liked a lot of things in this movie, but I didn't. But the but the arc of it mm-hmm. posed me issues, mm-hmm. right? I liked a lot of of things, but I also will say that the. the some of the things about the pacing of the film are about what amount to hero shots. <laughs> uh,
0: lots and lots of hero over shots. Over
1: and over and over again. Like from every angle, yep. it's a lot of, of, as opposed to human shots, right as opposed to seeing their faces
0: this film does not show the humanity of any one of these characters it strictly shows them as heroes only to be separated from the rest of the world that they
1: live in and there are lines that try to make that connection Mm -hmm. but they're few and far between and they and and as and the movie doesn't care about that flash
0: is the only person in this movie that only hero in this movie who feels like a fully human being
1: yeah, and, I, and like I said to you, you know, when we took one brief break uh to make soda bread, to be honest. Um, yeah. <laughs> the the um the, the I think I feel like Ezra Miller is like they've got him roped down because mm-hmm. he, his energy and his humor could have really done a lot to to pace up this well, film.
0: It, but he doesn't have anybody to be humorous with. There's no other funny characters. There's no. There's nobody else. I in think this film.
1: Aquaman could have done that work yeah. too if he'd had more screen time.
0: Every, so everything that Aquaman. This is, I've thought this multiple t- multiple times. Aquaman, everything he did was so on brand for Jason Momoa right. that I'm pretty sure that it's just Jason Momoa being Jason Momoa. <laughs> he took a shot at the end while sitting in the back of a pickup truck and yeah. drove away, and I said that is very jason momoa he's giving people fist bumps there's a there's so many things he did in this film that i'm just like this is i'm just watching jason momoa with his shirt off for half this movie
1: he's He looks great. great yeah he looks great and the, he is the, the uh, my wife would agree character yeah, yeah well um and but everything i mean just every moment feels like it's a hero reveal uh <laughs> you know arc shots and uh These paused moments, you know where they're where in a, in a way I want them to go do something because time is short. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't think time functions in this film as it does in the real no. world uh there's a Wonder Woman fight that needs to take six seconds, and it, it well it did, took i can tell you I seconds. can
0: tell you the reason why this film is is four hours long and it 's because of Snyder's use of slow motion. Yeah, sure. It, like that is and, and the slow motion has com- come up in the Snyder's universe since Man of Steel, right? Like right. it's just been a constant thing, I feel like. At least in most of the movies I've seen. I don't know about Birds of Prey or anything like that. I can't remember. Um but I think most of the films have used this speed ramp, slow motion right. technique. Yeah, right. But it was used a lot in this film. Like yeah, it was absolutely. overused. Um and to be honest, the only person who I think can actually get away with the slow motion because it's motivated is Flash, is the Flash. Right. Everyone else is just like, look how cool I am.
1: Well, and it is about look how cool I am because it's about the hero. As yeah. a po- and in in a way, you know, I feel like you know we get that moment in Avengers, and i try not to compare too much. We get that moment in Avengers where you know it's the big arc shot around all of them as they're looking up at the enemy, yeah. right in the first yeah. Avengers. Right, right, right. We see that multiple times here.
0: But that's that was that was earned for us, right? Like that was right. that was deserved because we waited for it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same thing in Endgame when you get that that uh, assemble line right you know we've waited for that um so there we didn't we didn't earn any hero shot that came up nothing gave me like emotions because
1: because you saw them because they just threw it at us it was just like constantly giving us things. and yet they look great right like so i don't want to amazing i don't want to pull away from any of the the visual work here because there's lots of visual things that take place in this film that are really good to look at and yeah. like this moment we, we, we have it playing in the background just in case we talk for four hours and um <laughs> you know th- that mom- moment with the money should, exchange should we do like, another episode w- where we just uh, rewatch no, no, and commentate the entire uh, we could but no. we do a commentary on justice League? Um, if you guys
0: want that please let us know because I, exactly I would do right. that, that.
1: They, I mean, the little girl like there's blocking things that are great. There's camera moving that's great. Yeah, there's all sorts of things that are happening that are really interesting. And then there's women singing when Aquaman goes into the water for five minutes. And like yeah. there's these things that just feel, and the, Think, things that feel like something that
0: would you'd see in like a, a weird indie movie, right? I I, well, yeah. I was
1: just watching a thing about uh, about Stalker um, uh-huh. and uh, Tarkovsky, and I was like, maybe uh-huh. he's trying to do that. Maybe that's what's happening here. We're trying to get that pace. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. i this is really funny. I memoa Moa takes off his shirt and yeah. then he doesn't take off his shoes it, or his pants, right? He just he's getting in the water, water in full denim right now and and shoes. Why does he don't take his shoes
0: off? But like, off? why did he need to take the shirt off?
1: I can't make because, because you're, is that where
0: the source of his power
1: comes from? Does he your, have to be connected? Your wife would like that. Cause I wouldn't want to see the, whatever that, anyway, look,
0: now he's hiding his lower half. It's just showing his upper half. It's a lot. Steph said this man is beautiful. <laughs> nobody can hear you from all the, the way over the there. the women sing and it's a ridiculous moment
1: the only reason he has no shirt on is so all the women can look at his beautiful body and then he's gone I'm, in the ice i'm fine and with it's that it's cold yeah. but whatever i i i'm to say that this is so a couple things before and we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back um the i think that this is a very very long film that could have been two movies or could have been five movies or could have been a miniseries. I
0: think a miniseries would have been great. And they kind of break it up for you cuz they're all broken into parts.
1: So and then none of this would feel extended. It would feel like breathing room. Mm,
0: yeah, so if if you feel like a 4-hour long movie is too long, break it into break it into a few different episodes.
1: Yeah, there's you what know? six parts plus an epil- epilogue. Six
0: parts plus an epilogue, yeah. So
1: and you could you could easily do that and it would work. The and and you know there's there's a lot of CG in this film.
0: There's an extraordinarily amount of uh, CG.
1: And I, and that's a thing that I I don't there's like about the DC CG. movies is that there's so much CG. Um Well,
0: that, well, obvious CG, right? Because I mean, you talk any Avengers film, point. any any Marvel film, there's a boatload of CG happening too, but it it feels like it belongs. In the in the universe, it feels like it belongs, and I don't know. I don't know why it doesn't feel like it belongs in the DC universe here or in Justice League, particularly. Well, but
1: you made the point about weight, and I think that that's a lot of what yeah. it is. It doesn't feel because it, it pops out, yeah. and so I l- I mean, when Henry Cavill is on camera being Superman, staring us down or whatever, mm-hmm. when Ben Affleck is grunting his way through a conversation, <laughs> when uh, Ezra Miller is watching the uh, batarang fly past him. Yeah. When we're looking at real people, there's some compelling moments in this. Like there right. are some things that happen that are great. And then when, but when you see things that are ultimately just CG, that we lose that intimacy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and that undercuts the emotional stuff we need to carry us through a pacing of a film like this.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. It, it, and when you have a big bad like Steppenwolf, who is a completely CG, but and and, and the it, he just never fully convinces me that he's like a real physical being in the space. Um, And so that's where that that's where I lose it, because I just don't I just don't buy it. I just don't right. buy into it. Same with Cyborg. I don't buy into Cyborg for a second.
1: He's so CG. I
0: don't buy into him for a second. His face, the little section of his face, fine. But the second you get down to his chin, the movement feels weird. The the reflection material feels weird. The like all of it feels weird. Like it just doesn't feel right.
1: And uh, and I think, you know, Snyder wisely decides to throw him out of that costume and get him to be human for a pile of times we need to hear stuff Mm -hmm. but that that's not sufficient to make those moments feel anchored right yeah Uh, where whereas ezra miller's special effect is lightning coming out of him that cg adding to his real person is functional um it 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 is uh so uh, yeah let's we're gonna take a brief break and we're gonna eat something because it's been you know five five hours hours now yeah and uh we're gonna have uh some stew and some soda bread and then we'll come back and we'll talk again uh we have there's plenty more for us to talk about and we'll try and and wrap this up so um we probably spoiled you already uh we'll see you in just moments the three mother boxes never synchronized the unity
0: Never came to pass. Okay, we're back. Uh we have uh, full bellies of stew and I am at least one beer in and now we both have a second beer. Or I have a second beer, you have one beer I have a, you have I have half, a half a glass a beer of because beer. the rest
1: of it was used to make the stew. Yes, um, yes and delightful soda bread that's uh, uh didn't quite fully cook, so we're we're letting it cook a little bit more. So we're gonna go and we're gonna continue our conversation, but if we start chewing, you'll know the soda bread came <laughs> back out of yeah, the oven. Yeah um so uh let, where do we want to go you we we decided to do some organization while we ate oh, which yes. made some sense
0: i you know there's gonna be a very clear difference i think between me in the first half and me and this one because i'm one beer in and i'm much happier now uh, uh, you are
1: and you're a lightweight brother so. i am
0: one. it's fine i'm a cheap date it's okay um it's fine uh okay so we've written some notes down and the notes consist really of just like random things so just, do you want to talk about exposition yeah let's talk about okay. exposition let's talk about exposition um there's a lot of it
1: <laughs> and it is deliberately exposition It yeah, doesn't hide itself. it doesn't hide itself, itself
0: there's no disguising the exposition if you don't know something they're going to tell you um and in in the simplest
1: and most comic book terms possible yeah yeah it's
0: that's what i think maybe makes the movie part of you know the slog that it is is that it's just an info dump his well, his exposition drops are just as uh Weird as his random uh, needle drops of music that just right. all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, we're playing this song.
1: So we get we get there's the one that is the it essentially is the what the third chapter or something the time of heroes, which for all practical purposes is is essentially a section of exposition, um, where we meet the Greek gods and <clears throat> the original. Oh Atlantean. oh oh
0: yes the the uh, let, let let's talk about the mother boxes, yeah, flashback. Right. That's the biggest exposition dump. That's oh that's the um Wonder Woman talking to Bruce. That's right. Dana talking to Bruce. Um it's like that's like a full like 8 minute long thing it feels it w- like.
1: It, yeah and it is like introduce it is the subject of the story that we're watching well, right? like it is the chapter heading. It explains
0: everything and that has to be what about an hour into the movie that that happens. Well, we're we, 40 uh, minutes in right now and I don't think it's happened yet. No,
1: it has not happened yet.
0: Um So I
1: just saw the arrow. She doesn't even know what's going on. Oh, you're right. right. She has no idea
0: that there's they're under attack. Um, So I think that I, I, yeah, I think that was like eight minutes long. And I had the question because I haven't watched Batman v Superman. You know, the second they show the mother boxes, I had to ask you, was this a thing from a previous film? I had no idea if this was like something that was new or not. And you said this is like you know as much as I do essentially about these in, mother boxes at this point in the movie at right. this point in the movie yeah and so it takes them a full hour to explain what these boxes are and they do it in the most superhero fashion of let's just let's just flash back to a whole bunch of okay it's just not fun well it's it's,
1: just... it's like splash page after splash page yeah. and there was stuff in that that i i actually Beautiful enjoyed looking. stuff about that fight yeah but it was narrated like it, it was, was narrated, you know, yeah. and, and I think to
0: it was told to us. It was strictly told to us like a bedtime story. What?
1: And that's not the only time we get that. Right. No, yeah. uh, Cyborg does that a couple of times. Mm-hmm. We have we have characters who just simply explain what we're going to do. So like we're going to break into this fortress. Right. Well, we have to the way to do it is by knocking this thing down. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, Right where we're at now, where the you know Wonder Woman magically sort of gets in without any problem to a Greek uh, site that's been on fire magically for a long period of time. Well, then she
0: picks up the arrow, which wouldn't that be like uh, a piece of evidence? I would.
1: I would assume it would, and I'm glad that she does it. And I mean, she looks spectacular. She is like dressed to the nine. She looks great. She
0: never doesn't um, look good. She she always does her thing.
1: But. but then you know, she
0: goes into. She's walking into this like. I don't know what this is. She grabs a random piece of wood from a market stall and sets it on fire and walks down. Oh, Brent's here.
1: All right. right. Well, and, and there is just randomly fire or, or like uh, yeah, gasoline there's, know, out. There's a little Gasoline. And, and... But the thing is that like we we still don't know very much and we get is this, this dumped information and Cyborg does it, uh, and Batman does it, and so does uh, well certainly. Uh, Wonder Woman does it. We just get blocks of that. You and know who doesn't does it? Doesn't do it. Who's that? It was the Flash. It was the Flash, right? We get all of his exposition in the in the
0: actual conversation in the jail with his father, right?
1: Exactly. Um, and the thing about that is, which is really funny, right? The Flash TV series. Which most people who care about DC know, if not the Flash comics, right? Mm-hmm. The Flash TV series has this big following, and that series has explained all of that too. So you don't need that much information. Right. But to note that this is like the first time we're actually meeting the Flash, yeah, in, in a film, right? So, I mean, he hasn't had his own movie. He's yet, super interesting right? to me. I would watch.
0: I would be glad to go see a movie about him.
1: I was, very and I don't particularly <clears throat> like
0: Ezra Miller all that much.
1: <laughs> there you go. Here we go, this is another one of these moments where we get, like, we we watch on the walls exposition get laid out for us. And the w- name Dark Side's even up there on the wall. Oh, is it really? Well, yeah, it's it's there at the very end. And the mother boxes are there. Like, we keep getting information handed to us because yeah. we just don't know anything. It hasn't been seeded in any way throughout yeah. several different films or, right. you know, earlier on, nothing subtle. We've met this stuff early on.
0: The entire film here, this four-hour film, revolves around these three MacGuffins in the same way that... Avengers revolves around the Infinity Stones. These are the equivalents, right? Right. And there's three of them instead of, what, six of them. And it they, and they take place all in a single movie rather than being spread out across. See, there he is. There's Dark. Side. There he is. There's Darkseid, yeah. He, and instead of being spread out across, what, ten films, we're seeing this in a single movie. We know nothing about them.
1: And that means we have to have. We have to explain it. Expo- right. We have, we have to, to explain it. it.
0: But they don't do it in a creative way at all like there's no there's no way to hide it there's no they don't try to hide it they don't try and do it in like a creative I don't well, know I think there's you know a different the, way there's
1: there potentially is no way to reasonably do that in a movie that you're going to that's already 4 hours long. Yeah. You know to right. to make it work you would need to show that and that takes more time. Yeah. Uh, with that kind yeah. of detail it takes much more time. I think that the effort to show it and to show dark side and explain this whole thing was done in that time of heroes flashback. And Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 as I say, I like some of the action in that. I super dug seeing some of the characters yeah, we sure. saw, but it was, um, it was the words were just banging away behind us.
0: Well, it's almost distracting. I'd rather just have them. I'd rather just watch rather and, than and learn the, the story from it. Because we me, can, yeah.
1: we can figure out what's happening. Right, yeah. we understand. Who each We understand that Atlanteans are these and the men are these mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the Greek gods are here and whatever. Right. We understand all that. So we don't necessarily need all that text. Right. Um, but we've seen, I mean, Marvel's done the same thing. Oh, they no doubt. really yeah. curtail it compared to the sort of scope of it. Yeah.
0: Um, well, and it just happens a lot in this movie because they've jam-packed this film with what would be three movies, two, three movies, you know, into right. one. Into one um so you have to do it because there's so much and because we're meeting two new characters that we've never seen there has to be info about how cyborg became cyborg like there has to be info we
1: we need to understand all of that right we need the set up for aquaman we just need so much information to understand what's going on and then we're in slow motion there's so much, much the slow motion that you know we are getting these beauty shots and they're there is that, but we still need the text, and that text ends up getting handed to us Yep, in a way so that you can luxuriate in the beauty shots, right, and in yep. the slow-mo.
0: There's very frequently, this uh, film reminded me of, like, Michael Bay, um, who is just solely making, like, everything that he does is for, like, the most visual impact ever. And Snyder's the same way. I think he just does it more artfully, you know?
1: Yeah, he's he's connected more to things you can see. Even though there's still a lot of CG. Yeah you can actually see people here. You yeah, know, right.
0: the, the th- Instead of giant robots right? or right. explosions. Well, yeah.
1: robots that are, for all practical purposes, just like the body parts of uh-huh. yeah. Cyborg, right? Right. Like we, right. Oh, they're, right? They're just moving pieces. Yeah.
0: Although those feel um, more convincing to me as things that exist in
1: actual space. Uh, than Cyborg, yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying. There's also a preponderance of signs. That, we didn't put this on the list, so I'm just going to sidebar mm-hmm. this. There's a preponderance of signs in this movie. Uh, places where we have signs that are in the foreground, where other actions happening in the background, sometimes as exposition, like sometimes as speed humor, ahead. right? Like yeah. reduce speed ahead, and you know the no not fall don't off on the dock, dock and yeah. the uh, the houses for sale. Like we know that mm. the house is foreclosed on because we've seen that sign, I think, four times <laughs> mm-hmm. in a reversal shot. At one point, it's like shot reverse shot of the sign foreground and background. It's a lot. Uh,
0: yeah, so. I mean, there's. There's a lot of really pretty shots, though, like the the shot where he's where Momoa is getting just demolished by these waves, you know, and then all of a sudden he's underwater. That's a beautiful shot. There's a lot. And even all the hero shots we mentioned before, they are beautiful. So I don't want to like one of the things I liked was, I mean, visually, I like the way this movie looks. I actually like that it's in four by three. I think you'd lose a lot if this wasn't in, I, in I, four x three. I think
1: you might actually be right about that. Yeah, it's
0: weird because what Snyder did was he directed it, like the blocking and a lot of a lot of the action sequences are as vertical as they are horizontal. Right, um, and you'd lose that if this wasn't in four x three. And I mentioned this before when you mentioned to me that this was actually in, you know, a four by three aspect ratio is I, my first thought was he had, to, he had to shoot this to think that this was going to premiere in IMAX. You know, if this yeah, if there right. wasn't a pandemic happening, this would have premiered in IMAX. And well, if he didn't have a, a crisis happen in the middle of shooting, it, he, it would, would have, have been, premiered in IMAX, right. you know? This would have been amazing in theaters.
1: This would be amazing to watch in theaters. I actually agree visually. And the other thing I want to say about 4x3, it is, it is magical for shot, reverse shot. Mm-hmm like it is a magical framing aspect ratio for shot, reverse shot, it it just really works. When you get into that, the wide screen, there's so much space to cover in your your shoulder to yeah the you have so much ratio, negative space right it becomes really difficult and you have to go negative space for this you can really fill screen with things mm-hmm. and and we do have that and that's what works for his hero shot stuff yeah so there's a and I, at first i was scoffing at the four by three but you're right i think it's imax and i and i think it does it works really
0: it works really well like that shot of momoa right there in the bubble with uh you know willem defoe who it right, looks right. just looks with good Willem
1: Dafoe's bizarre his hair is so weird looking yeah. he, I, this is not a role for him no, i gotta say i
0: think he's poorly cast in it's,
1: this. it's weird because he just i always feel like he's from brooklyn like in the <laughs> end i feel like he's got to be from new york and that's all we can do
0: i just don't buy him with long hair he just looks weird
1: but uh so so anyway the, I, I i think you're right it is it's beautiful film to look at it's, and, it's beautiful looking and, yeah. and whether and slow motion we love what slow motion looks like anyway right uh, it, as much it, as
0: I hate that slow motion is used so frequently I love the way
1: it looks Yeah, it's just good It gives us all that opportunity to look at images Yeah um, and, uh, and yeah there, But there, there is an extraordinary amount of camera movement But again, I don't necessarily hate all of it Some of it's not motivated at all yeah. But I don't necessarily hate it all
0: What we're watching right now is Steppenwolf walking up to this CG-like pillar thing Where this guy comes out This entire shot is It's like watching a video game
1: well, and for sure, right? There's nothing here that's real. This was done in, for all practical purposes, in a studio with a guy in, yeah. in bubbles, and that's it. Like he had some, right? If even that, I mean, if that, knows?
0: yeah, he could just, yeah. I don't even know if they captured motion for this guy, but it's
1: certainly some of the motion doesn't look like captured motion. So
0: I just, um, I just hate the way some of the CG looks. Like I, I don't buy any of this.
1: Um. And that's it's so funny, right? Because when we're in camera shooting and then augmenting by CG, mm-hmm. they're beautiful shots. Yeah. But some of these shots that are sitting alone in C G that looks better. Like good. with
0: just the guy in the in the slate there in the uh,
1: the big in the stone,
0: it looks fine. But anyway, can anyway. We,
1: and can we talk to just briefly from a filmmaking standpoint that this is a movie with the shallowest focus of almost any film I've ever seen? Oh. Like the consistent oh, shallow focus. Yeah.
0: Well, it was super weird when we got to the end of the epilogue and all of a sudden Joker's here. And it's like they forgot how to shoot or they were like in a really mad rush and they're like, we're just going to handhold and like, it's like their tripod broke or something. <laughs> we're just going <laughs> to handhold. We're going to handhold and just just stick really close to his face. And oh, you know what? Open up to 1.0 <laughs> right, exactly. like, or like 0.95. Like. <laughs> Like, literally, it's like if you
1: can get only a hair, hair just in a focus, hair, I need one pore fine. in focus. But that's one of the things that struggles with the CG because CG doesn't do that well, right? Yeah, like it's really difficult to create convincing shallow focus in CG, right? Because it's it, it CG to make it feel real, wants to be definitive, it needs and to be sharp, clean, right? right? Everything needs to be sharp. And so, there's this weird thing happening that makes it feel like a video game, right? Right, whereas when we're with people, that shallow focus actually. I mean, it's visual, it's intimate, it's beautiful. It's also used so constantly.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and the and the crazy thing is, like, what hap- What happens when you use CG is that everybody is tack sharp, right? Steppenwolf is always tack sharp because right. he's a CG being, but humans aren't. Like, there's a there's a few points in this movie where people are really kind of out of focus for yeah. a second, mm-hmm. and when you're when you're going back and forth between. Real life people Here's the exposition dump oh, uh, The exposition well. dump Comes at uh, That we talked about earlier Comes at 59 <laughs> minutes I said an
1: hour in right? You're right You're, yeah. Your timing on this film Has been really I, good I, I have
0: no idea how Because I, I this, There's no actual structure To this movie uh, It's just <laughs> It's just Snyder Throwing a whole bunch Of things at the wall And I feel like Hoping that they just Line up right And they do and it lines up fine But it's I mean it's a story It is it's a, story. a story All right. Let's, 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 it's I just a long story go Good thing. lord Um, (laughs) music, music. Uh, Weird.
1: I don't know what to make of the music in this film at all. Of of the things in this movie, so there's a lot about this movie I like. There's some stuff that's problematic. The music is, is incomprehensible to some great extent of how and why. It's
0: bizarre, man. Um, they like really want you to love every theme. Sorry, guys, I'm talking with my mouth open. You know, with the chewing. Oh man.
1: You have a good mic.
0: Well I am so tired of Wonder Woman's theme.
1: Yeah, I like that theme. You don't like that theme. I like that theme. Yeah, I don't really love it. It just comes out here we are with that big headed guy with the axe. So strange. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I thought he this guy was Steppenwolf at one point. I was like, is he is this the betrayer Yeah, I thought that too at one point. And too, then yeah. It didn't go down. But um
0: and Ares is Aries is really yeah.
1: important, right? Aries is super important to Wonder Wonder Woman, Woman, like the Wonder Woman story, it's so interesting. Anyway, the music was was incomprehensible. So whether it's a group of women singing a lengthy song about, I assume, because I didn't have you know it translated for me, how beautiful Jason Momoa is, (laughs) to um, to uh, the the end credits having Hallelujah play to these weird insertions of themes where you'd have this like sort of pseudo rock and roll beat that felt like it should be driving us into a yeah action and then it would get yeah. lost in um in regular orchestration.
0: Yeah, it would just it would move from like this rock and roll heavy guitar grungy gritty vibe to one it would and then and then Wonder Woman's theme would hit really hard. It, right. You know, and then it would move into something else like it would just there was no subtlety to the music. Yeah. You know, they didn't try to hide Wonder Woman's theme in a different uh I don't know, uh, you know, from a minor to a major, from a, a key change, whatever it was that you normally do, right? right? Like a a slight melody shift. There was nothing like that, right? Where like the the melody was the same and then like the last couple notes ended up uh not resolving and they went into something else, right? right. Like it was just hard like, I want you to know this is Wonder Woman's theme when Wonder Woman's on screen.
1: Yeah, it's not motifs, they're themes, right? Mm-hmm. There's, right. They're not, like, motifs played into, sort of in the way in Mission Impossible, we're always hearing that Mission Impossible theme mm-hmm. sneaking its way into any piece of orchestration. Right. Um, it took, and it creates, you know, memory and continuity here. They were. It was about these separate figures, but to remember, it might have been more effective too if we'd had themes for everyone. But yeah. most of these characters don't have a theme yet, right? Because they haven't come. They, they haven't, haven't had their own movie, here, right? right? They don't have time to develop it. So if we're developing del- here. We don't even recognize it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, like Aquaman doesn't have his theme yet because his movie hasn't come
1: out yet. Yeah, and, right? and we, we don't even have a movie yet at this point for uh, uh, the, the Flash. So right. I mean, it's just. It's intense. The, yeah, I the there was another song. I don't remember what it was. Another song. Oh, it was. I think it was when, um, uh, Lois Lane was walking the first time to the uh, oh, monument. Oh yeah.
0: Uh, oh, to the mon- oh right right. And she's walking in that slow in her, motion rain yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. It well, this is why I said I said to you during that scene. I said, I feel like Snyder has created a, like a series of like mini brand commercials for like whether it's a car company or for um. The Daily Planet newspapers right. is what it felt, or this coffee shop. Um, it felt like at any point he, you could cut to Matthew McConaughey driving in the rain in a Lincoln, yeah, and or a Mercedes, or a Mercedes in this film, in in this film right? And like that's the that's the visual style that it had for me. Um, it just felt really weird and out of place to all of a sudden to cut to some of these things, and the music didn't help because the music felt like this music that you'd place in a brand film or in a commercial or something you'd see on TV. Felt like an ad.
1: Yeah, it was like I was watching an ad. Yeah, it was so like the 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 inconsistency of musical style, mm-hmm. maybe so it wasn't cohesive. Right? right. So you have music that's sort of uh, non diegetic mm-hmm. music that would be played Never on the radio, diegetic, right? Yeah. Like just regular old music. And then you have instru- like full blown orchestration. And then you have this sort of rock orchestration. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those didn't hang together very well. And in a movie that is as visually consistent, like I have to say, the visual tone right.
0: is spot on from beginning to end. It's exactly what you want to watch in a superhero film. I feel like, like this is
1: the tone, yeah,
0: yeah. As far as visual style and tone goes for a superhero film, like it feels like a comic book come to life in a way. But when it comes to music, it's it's like. Zack Snyder couldn't get his first choice for his music guy yeah, or his second choice for his music guy. Like or
1: because they produced this and that was something that wasn't finished before mm-hmm. the cut was done. Mm-hmm. They ended up mixing some of what he had with right? stuff. I don't know. That's a story we don't know. But yeah. it is, without question, absolutely off the wall.
0: There are so many moments, too, in this film where I'm like, you are clearly on a green screen. You know, um, the when it's full cg you 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 can get away with like n- not seeing the green screen but there's there's a few times in this film where i'm saying i did not buy that for a second uh i mean a lot of the times i think is when people are riding on horses um even in this exposition dump scene sequence like there's a few shots in here where i'm like this just does not look like you are in a real space um anyway that's a whole different thing other than music where is it what's next in my list Oh, okay, so this set up at the end of the film, heck, even in the and in, in uh like the beginning of act three, it sets up the next film in a sense, yeah, correct, or the next two films, even
1: yeah, I mean, this is well, no, it's gonna be one film it's not gonna be more it'll be another four hour, film. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, you're you're right. It, there, this movie is the Infinity War to some unknown, unproduced Endgame, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with what is a bigger MacGuffin, which is this anti-life, anti-life equation, right. right?
0: But we know that that anti-life equation isn't that. It's written across the planet, right? When 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 he had that dream, or sorry, when Cyborg had the vision of the world correct uh, right it it the earth turned into like this there was a script of writing on it right right and i'm assuming that's what the anti-life is
1: yeah and the we had the crack of the
0: of uh, the of the earth earth,
1: yeah right um so, oh, this. Yeah, can we just make? We're letting this roll while we're doing this, which is actually reasonably yeah, entertaining. If you're wondering we just where say we are, that, we're an hour that, and six in. That men are not smart about what we do with things that are dangerous. Yeah, we, you know, uh, Lord of the Rings, the men are the one, people that sort of screw it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and here, the men decide to put the mother box in the dirt. Yeah, we're just going to bury it. Everyone else guards it with lots of people. Put it in the dirt. And the you know, and then again, it's echoed a second time because where does cyborg put it? In In the the dirt. dirt. He buries it in his own grave. It's so so funnily enough,
0: though, the last box to be captured is the is man's box. So I guess burying the box was the best thing. Yeah, because it was
1: right. We we shouldn't scoff. Because the way they
0: found it for the other people was they put this face hugger thing on their body and projected their brain. Yeah, there it was. And so if nobody knew where the hell it was buried. No yeah. one can find it.
1: This thing with men—I mean, this, this this moment when they're burying the box—if it is—if that's not like straight up Lord of the Rings, yep. I don't know what else. It, it just looks literally like they took the uh, the same costumes from Lord of the Rings, and so let's just walk them out here. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, look—that even looks like a a, a ring race crown. A man. It's a, yeah. Like it's, 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 it's unbelievable. Just, um, so if we can stay on track, uh, <laughs> uh, they, <laughs> they look like barbarians.
0: They really do. I don't know who asked them to come join the fight. Anyway, set up for the next films. Um, there is also talk of Lois Lane being the key,
1: and she's been the key since Batman v Superman, right? Like that's when that's when Ezra Miller's Flash says that in a flashback. Hmm. Um, yeah, essentially, but he doesn't know what that means, right? Until uh, the end of this film, I guess. But we do because we saw what happened in the. Um, flash forward or whatever the vision that the cyborg saw so in the yeah. vision we see the consequence and why superman turns and the whole works mm-hmm. we we, we learned that um I'm gonna check your time and see how accurate you are you are wildly accurate that was like nine minutes long yeah it, it, it's heroes. crazy yeah,
0: yeah. There, so <laughs> uh so yeah so lois lane is the key and that's ass- assuming that's what's going to I don't know what she's the key for, but it's the key to not make Superman go nuts. Right.
1: And we know what happens to her in the flash forward that that Bruce has to step in and stop. Okay, And so he has to prevent her from being killed. And if he doesn't, Superman turns into the bad guy. And that's the sacrificial act that echoes this kind of sacrificial act that Marvel demands of characters.
0: It's, it's the, it's the, I, it, you know what, what happens is Batman will now sacrifice himself and die instead of Lois. Right. Right. That is what's going to happen. And, and then Batflick won't happen anymore and you'll find a new Batman. And I mean, the biggest thing for the, okay. So it, so it feels like Snyder has put in and, Actually, I need to ask a question before I say this. Was any of that stuff in the epilogue in the original Justice League movie? Was any of, like, apocalyptic Batman in them in the original?
1: No. No? The, the, the only apocalyptic sequence we see is a dream sequence warning us about what could happen, but it, none of that comes to fruition.
0: Okay. okay, so it feels like what Snyder's doing is saying, hey, I still want to create my Snyderverse. Can you please let me make my movies the way I want them? And... So he includes a whole bunch of like, here's things that I kind of want to do, guys.
1: Right, here's the movie that here's the movie that we I want. Could be seeing, right. right?
0: Will you will you pay me? Will there be enough interest that you'll let me make this, and I think it's it's solely to get people talking online about what this movie could be, or what could come next, and to let Snyder make his make his make his films without you know Warner Brothers right. being like too heavy in the mix, and. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all it feels like for me because there's no point in showing us any of that. There's no point.
1: I mean, he he is just making the full Snyder cut film that was gonna, yeah. I guess, gonna push people because he didn't get those people back together to reshoot, right? He's just right. Was working with what he had, right? But you know, um, it is really, um, it, it is really a setup. That whole epilogue is a massive setup. So instead of having post credit scene. It's literally just a giant epilogue that drives us through to yeah. this other story. And all that stuff was interesting. I mean, I love a post-apocalyptic superhero movie. Like, oh, it I sounds, think sounds oh, great. A post-apocalyptic
0: Batman <laughs> who has to deal with the death of Robin?
1: Uh, yeah, and the flash on his, uh, you yeah. know, flash with armor. And, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, villains and heroes working together against well, a such giant.
0: A, such a strange thing. Because the scene before that, we saw Deathstroke and Lex Luthor on a boat and essentially luther trying to hire deathstroke to to get batman which right which
1: has to be the next movie bef- that would be the batman movie right, right. like you can see the the He's, eu he, being yeah. created right yeah, Right. Um, and uh, yeah and so that was a ton of setup and the mother boxes are truly a full blown macguffin because they are broken by the end of this movie yeah so the it's only the yeah. anti life and that is essentially like the super galaxy wide version, which means right. in the next story, the next Justice League, you know it's gonna go cosmic. Right. And we'll talk about what that may mean in a couple of minutes probably. But well uh, heck,
0: we can we can talk about it now because I don't think there's really much else. We've 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 talked about the setup and that they've set this thing up, right? So the the only other thing on our and list. And I love here, the setup.
1: I I'm just gonna yeah. say I oh, love yeah. all of that stuff. Yep. In fact that sequence was more dramatically intense than much of the rest of the film. Like it was driven in a different way. It felt propulsive. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are scenes that feel really good, but that felt propulsive.
0: Well, it's cause it, it wasn't trying to, there was no exposition that needed to happen, right? Like right. it was just say. like talking.
1: It's like they dropped this into
0: the middle of a film and we have no idea what's happening. And you've now uh, asked the audience to try and think about how to piece this thing together. And that's what I want. I want the I want the director to think that the audience is smart and that we can, we can think on our own when
1: we want to discover. So we're going to be thinking about it and have conversations about it. And I yeah. love that.
0: Um, the next thing and the last thing on our list, unless you have other stuff to add, is uh, Martian Manhunter slash Green Lantern. So we not being the same, not person. being the same person. Yeah.
1: But I loved seeing Martian Manhunter, a character I really like from the comics. You had to rewind. To uh, I did have check, to rewind yeah. just to make sure because the costumes, you know, they always play around with the costumes a little bit. Um, uh, and I'm not sure why he did what he did in the middle of the film. I don't mm-hmm. know why he visited Lois Lane. I'm not hundred percent sure how that all fits together. I don't know why he didn't participate in this giant battle to save the earth since he's <laughs> living there and has been there for a while but he didn't and we know he'll be there for the future I, so
0: i know absolutely nothing about martian manhunter what are his powers
1: i mean he has this power to i mean he's got flying powers but he's like a superhero uh, but mm-hmm. he does have the ability to impersonate other people so he can in fact do I mean, that's, that's so he's just like the
0: best I'm cosplayer ever yeah like yep. a, like super Who can flying fly. cosplayer
1: yeah i mean i'll just belittle it as much as i can right just to say it but the, he is a cool dude interesting that alien cosmic mm-hmm. capacity is really fun and, yeah. I, and i like that that's introduced here um and the same thing goes for green lantern and we see that green lantern in that age of heroes and we watch his ring go off to find a new lantern right, right. but uh the green the green lantern green lantern Corps is is exciting big cosmic work yeah and um right
0: right well how many, there's a there's a ton of different green lanterns right
1: yeah I mean it's a core of people right and there's Green Lantern work coming forward it looks like with you know individual characters like some of the interesting characters in the Green Lantern core being present in that story our main traditional Green Lantern we did not see here but we did see someone with a lantern using their powers and that is like that's just big and cosmic and fun Ryan
0: Reynolds film doesn't fit into this EU, does it?
1: it does not um, <laughs> t- it, I mean it it's does not. for the best? Uh, yeah. I don't dislike that movie as much as I probably should. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, the, there is something about those superhero figures that I like, and I've said this when we talk about Marvel all the time, that I love references to the comics. Mm-hmm. I don't care about Easter eggs as much. Easter eggs are fun. I love references. That there is an extended comic book universe that these characters live in. So that we're not just trying to figure out why it is that you know this superhero isn't helping this other superhero against this big monster, you right. know, like we we have to figure it out, and it's because they're all busy, they're all fighting something somewhere. Right, they um, have their own battles.
0: Yeah. But why did Martian Manhunter not show up to fight? But, but why end, did right?
1: he not show up? He must have been busy, or I guess he didn't decide to join because that epilogue sort of makes him like, oh, I'm going to help you out now, you know. Right. Um, I I I mean I. The line I was expecting uh, Bruce Wayne to say was, "Where were you like a week ago when we were <laughs> yeah when we were fighting this really bad guy who was beating us?" Um, and if it's because he wanted Superman to return, okay, right, right? right. Um, But heck,
0: he could have been even been watching from the outskirts of the right. battle just to make sure to see, like, you know, I wanted to see what you guys actually could do together rather than like being the thread that tied them together, right?
1: But it's just good to see those characters in there. Um, I do have to say I worry that I don't think there can be a cyborg film, and I want to say that's because the big drama with cyborgs is with his dad, and his dad's dead now. Right. Um, This was a cyborg film. And so there is to some great extent that's what it is. And um, Cyborg appears in the uh, DC TV version of Doom Patrol, and and I would different actor which yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I love that actually I, I love Doom Patrol a lot mm-hmm. um, but the uh, that cyborg and the father that's the driving dramatic force in that story yeah once you remove the father you're in a position where I'm not sure who what we're driving forward with right like it, it would
0: around. have to be a whole new story of him trying to come to terms with with how to fit into this world as a as a robotic being right right it would be a completely different uh challenge and conflict
1: Um, but it loses this I mean there's so much father imagery in this film Mm -hmm. I mean everyone is dealing with their father I mean everyone is I mean even Aquaman dealing with his father and they uh, and I don't know whether that's a thing that Snyder's working out himself or not Mm -hmm. right but there is this everyone is dealing with a father story right in in this right save Wonder Woman who is dealing with a mother story
0: yeah yeah, right, right, right. Well, Batman isn't even well, Isn't even really dealing with it either. I mean, he's dealt with his.
1: Well, except at the end. Right. Who well, did you he, love? Who did you love? You only love one person, your yeah. daddy and mommy. Like, Yeah. That, that's well, he the, doesn't deal with that until line.
0: until years down the road, it feels like. But he's dealing with it at, in the epilogue. He's not dealing with it through the main In the main story,
1: we don't hear about it, story. but it's, it's still there. So oh, I guess you're right. Thing. I guess it's happened already, right? Yeah. I, at that yeah, point it's it's all I keep forgetting this is old man. This see, is this old is Batman. This is old man Batman, right? So yeah. this is, uh, uh, yeah, this is Batman from Dark Knight Returns, the Frank Miller world. That's where Batman v Superman comes from. So, uh, hmm. yeah. Uh, anyway, I, it was exciting to see the, the comic Yeah, of, yeah, of, yeah. All right, let's, let's wrap this thing up. We've been talking a I don't lot. know
0: where else to go with the f- with uh, talking I, about this I, movie. I, so I, There's one yeah. thing
1: I want to ask you, I, uh, 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 but first let's talk about, see, do we want to see it? Would you recommend people watching this movie?
0: Yeah, why not? I mean, other than it being really long and four hours, uh, you know, I would say why not go for it.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm going to say the same thing, and I'm going to say that I would watch this before I would watch the first Justice League again. Um, uh, I, uh, but I would, I I would never sit and watch it as a full movie again. I don't think. I think the only way I would watch it would be in probably three parts in three one-hour segments. Uh-huh. Uh, I think you could sort of close to break that down if you wanted to. Um, and I think that's what I would do. I think I would I would watch I, it. I
0: think art. you break it into two parts each, save for the last three parts, which is two parts in an epilogue.
1: Right. And and you, get, you sort of get three hours worth of individual hour-long entertainment. You could do it in half hours, too, if you wanted, uh, or you could do it in the six parts, whatever. I But I think that's the way to watch it to have a more rich experience so that you don't feel the wear and tear yeah. of a 4-hour film and and uh, you know I, you know me I'm like the I, I'm gangbusters for a long movie I'll watch a a 14-hour like, long film I, Park yeah. Lanes 8 hours long of people just doing their regular daily work you know any of those uh, Tarkovsky films are I mean yeah. they're long but this this feels methodical and because it's a superhero film the breaking it up feels like a smart move yeah um, let's just also say that this movie has enough cliche in it for a cliche convention Um, (laughs) every all of the dramatic moments are dramatic moments we've seen before whether it's a car smashing you on the side that we've seen in 15 different action films uh, or it's walking in the rain with an umbrella because you're sad I mean it's it is full of cliche yep Um, I want you to name three things you loved about this movie before we go
0: oh okay well let's alternate then I'll say one you'll say one I'll say one. okay great um, I'm gonna say that I loved seeing Jason Momoa with his shirt off. I'm just kidding. That's Steph's favorite thing. That's she just tough. cheered. Um, no, I really loved. Uh, I actually, I actually enjoyed Batfleck a lot. Um, having not seen him until now, right? I actually, I actually enjoyed Ben Affleck as Batman. Um, he is he is yeah he, his voice is kind of weird uh, i'm not really sure we didn't talk about his his uh his voice being altered when he's altered in the suit altered when he's in the suit but like his, when he's with everybody knows he's who knows he's with he everybody is. yeah it's it's very strange and i don't know how it works exactly because i don't see any tech on him that's coming there's no microphone it's got
1: to be at his throat it's got like it, mission impossible yeah. they? like they changed their voice cuz they put anyway on.
0: i liked i liked he's 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 just enough uh sad and optimistic and brooding and to, I don't know. He, I war. buy him as Batman. Yeah, right. Yeah, he, yeah. great. He, yeah, um, he's a he's a good Batman. I think. Uh,
1: spoilers ahead. Completely. I love Reverse Time Flash. I loved that sequence. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I think it's great to, so, that you have someone who's like funny and charming, who does really well when he's wounded. Like, mm-hmm. like, like there is a seriousness there, but that's, but there's also this you know gentle heroism but the that that um run to uh the the back to throw time yeah, back yeah was a great both throwback to the first superman film to christopher reeves superman and also a great way for us to get, fix the problem right and we didn't really know how that was going to happen we know about the recreation of the mother box so at the end when we see uh, you know, Cyborg recreate that uh tape player, mm-hmm. that's because he has motherbox power in him, right? Like something's right. happened. He's melted with some of that power or whatever. Right. But the the I love that that flash reverse time thing. Just loved it. And if they do a flash movie and they do what's called flashpoint, I'll be super excited about that. The, you know,
0: like I love about thinking now. about how they direct how he directed Ezra Miller to 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 it, it to to run in slow motion while giving his lines because there's this one shot where he's he's speaking right and it's normal speed but his arms are moving in slow motion right. and you know that they were just like dude you just need to move your arms really slow and just <laughs> right. talk at normal speed <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing to think about but uh yeah so i'm you know i'm going to say i loved a lot of the visuals even like what I, what i'm seeing right now is is amazing looking
1: Right, the he's inside the computer world right yeah
0: e- I'm honestly every shot that they've created in this film is really
1: really pretty
0: and the cinematography is not just like pretty it like it actually works for the story um so I'm gonna say I really enjoyed I really loved watching all of you could take a screen grab from anything not in agreed. this film and it's it's just like next level you know, it's really, really pretty looking. And so. considering
1: the fact that this is a rebuilt film, mm-hmm. that's saying something. About and the, the color. color
0: the the color grade is incredible, too. Um, I love what they did. I, I, that shot is just so great with uh, with Cyborg flying when, up, attaching the helmet for the first time. When the helmet's and on, it's going great. Through, yeah. The helmet is actually great. Yeah. I wish, he was, I wish he wore the helmet
1: more often. Agreed. I agree. But then he's nothing. Right. No then he's just a robot, all, right? Right. Because right. um, the cyborg of Doom Patrol has a lot more flesh on him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, this
0: you know the cyborg I remember from you know growing up and watching cartoons and, and watching Teen Titans growing up. Yeah. Was I? I feel like I remember more flesh yeah, on that one. Like chest and stuff. Yeah. There's something um, there. So it's intermingled. And so. more personality. Far more personality, but it's because it's a kids show.
1: Yeah, and he's bitter here too. So we're uh-huh. we're at, we're at him and his most unhappy. Yeah. Um in this film yeah. uh i guess it's my turn yes it is uh, to say something i liked um i i have to say i really do think that uh ezra miller is a gift for i mean i'm just gonna hit flash all the way through it's really <laughs> it's really a gift to this universe and i hope that they take advantage of it yeah so, that's fair say that. yeah
0: i mean he was the most enjoyable for me to watch you mentioned he was like the spider-man right Loveless, like, plucky like kind of yeah right. Chatty uh, guy, I,
1: but I going to extend that to say I think that there's a lot of really good actors in this film, uh-huh. and and our superhero leads are all acting well, like they're playing characters. who I like I I like Wonder Woman, I like uh, wh- whatever Momo is doing with Aquaman. I think I enjoy <laughs> right. Um, I like uh, each of their performances, mm-hmm. and I- I- they get lost to some extent in the pacing and the visuals, but yeah. they're really doing their work well, even when they are vomiting out exposition.
0: Exposition. Exposition everywhere.
1: Like those are when they fall apart, but they are still doing their job.
0: Yeah. Okay, so here's let's talk exposition one more time here. This to me is exposition, what we're watching right now, right? So where, yeah, we're watching where Cyborg is right. in his in the computer, he's he he has access to everything. Like he's looking at people's social security numbers. And that was a creative use of exposition. Because it to told me.
1: us that he's a good man because he... Yeah,
0: we got, we got character development out of that. Exactly. We got character information. It wasn't just strictly, let me vomit some info at you. Right,
1: he does this nice thing for this woman who is obviously mm-hmm. poor. He's a hero. We yeah. see that. Um,
0: and the tape player, the, the tape recorder, which, by the way, why are they still using cassette tapes in this film? Because it's clearly a cassette in the Sony recorder. It is definitely. A I don't know set. why they did why they did that, but um, that comes that comes into play again later. So it wasn't right. just that this wasn't just a thing to dump exposition. This was a thing for him to react to because he crushes it here in a second, right?
1: And and it sets up the emotional moment, well, right? It, part of the reason it's tape probably is because we get that cool because because we have to crush right, out, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Um. So yeah.
0: Um. um yeah. So that that part that that exposition to me was fine because they did it in a creative way they did it differently than we've seen um, all right one more thing you like one more thing my gosh um oh no jk simmons surprised because i forgot he was in this movie <laughs> <laughs> i saw his name pop up um at the beginning of the credit roll and i just was flabbergasted by the amount of people who were in this film and then he shows up i don't know an hour and a half into the movie completely forgot Completely forgot. Right. Um, No, that's not my real one. Um, I loved all of the hero shots, especially Batman just lingering on rooftops because it happens pretty frequently. Look,
1: I'm just going to say, and I don't know if I said this earlier, I don't know why these people go out on these things. They have work to do, (laughs) and yet they're standing on some place that there was no reason to go there first and foremost, and then they have to walk back from there to go do the thing they have to do. Like, why is Wonder Woman on top of that justice figure? Now, she's right. on the side of war. I think that's interesting. She's on the sword side. Like, maybe a little bit of metaphor. But why would she have gone up there when there's people in danger? I right, don't right, understand. Right, right, right below her. Like, right? she, could, she, could she not have just been at their level? Why did she need to climb up? No, 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 they were in, the in the building below, below her. Below like, she's on the she, ceiling. She doesn't fly in. So she had to climb up there. And, and uh, Batman is always lurking out on the that's, edge of something.
0: That's the other thing I loved about this movie. I love that Batman couldn't get anywhere fast enough. No, it's you true. You know, everybody Everyone else knows. is like showing yeah. up and Batman's just like running from For, the last place It's, it's actually was. really... It's, it's, it's hilarious. And there's so much lack of humor that I think you could have put humor into a lot of moments in this film. It's
1: actually a good thing, too, because it is honest. Yeah, uh, I, I, but I would even talk about perching because keep cause talking Momoa about perching. Perches on top of that boat. The guys, the guys, the guy, right. is, the guy, is, the guy <laughs> well, is sinking and he's hanging there. And Momoa decides instead of just grabbing him out of the water, like he's he's literally about to drown. His boat's been going down. There's he, no rush. He does. He he decides to jump up on top of this first, add some extra weight so it goes down a little quicker, and then I'll grab you to, and, and bring you to and safety. They're
0: always perching in silhouette form. I feel like oh, um, the perching is unbelievable. On the big one of all is is at the end when they're all standing on the like nuclear power plant and they're just standing in a line and i'm pretty sure wonder woman has her hands on her hips and like it's
1: and and they're standing waiting for the the airplane thing which i thought had been destroyed to turn right, right, around and right. open its trunk so right. they can get in and and but it opens and they still stand there <laughs> for a little bit like i want to say just move just move along move along you, you were saying you thought that uh <laughs>
0: I, yeah i feel like i feel like they could have opened and jeremy irons could have been standing there with a camera taking a photo or, of them or like top. waving them like, in. like, like on, let's guys. go They're guys like, done. We you doing? did it right come on with me i need more tea
1: um yeah so i mean it's so funny i actually think that scene with he and uh Wonder Woman was great the team making scene. Uh-huh, that was a yeah, great yeah. bit of character stuff yeah. that gave them intimacy that allowed us to understand them later. Um so yeah, I want to I want to just at least not miss the point that I think the Superman work here was really interesting too. Mm-hmm. For as little as we have him in this film um and I feel like he has a much larger Role because the movie's shorter and there's less happening. We we're getting to him coming alive in the original Justice League uh-huh. version. Um, I in Whedon's version, I guess I should say in this version. Um, I really liked the way they played that story out. Um, he was, uh, he he's a good actor, right? Like yeah, he's just a, he he and he he's a limited actor, but he's good at what he's limited to. He does he does the work he needs to do. And, yeah, and I think you surround him with. You know, his mom and his fiancee, and you get these sort of charming Americana scenes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's doing his work. And so when he does his hero moment and he appears, he's so anchored as a character because of the people that are around him, where Batman's a loner and Flash's father's in jail, and, yep. uh, you know, Cyborg hates his father, and Wonder Woman's not with her family. And so right. we do get this really nice opportunity to see him acting with other people and I think that really works.
0: Well, look, I think Henry Cavill's like the best Superman. Like he's just he's just a great Superman. And I almost feel like he's he's wasted in this universe. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like like if this was more planned out and more thought out, you know, if they were able to actually create a universe that was as cohesive as like the MCU is, then man, he would be he would it would be incredible to yeah. see his character arc, to see an actual character arc for Superman from you know, in the same way you see a character arc for Cap and Iron Man. It would be it'd be great to watch. And then right. you have more cavil for all the women to slash my wife to gush <laughs> over. Um But I think he's great. I, I really I actually really enjoy Ben Affleck again as we're watching him on screen here, kind of recruit. I like I like Ben Affleck, I think, more as Bruce Wayne than I like him as as uh, a Oh, agreed 100%. He's a great Bruce Wayne. He's
1: a great great Bruce Wayne. Uh and he I mean he does play the exhausted Batman well, but he, he's so guilt-ridden in this because of his responsibility for losing Superman in mm-hmm. the previous film. Uh-huh. That um that that there is this weight there that really works. And but we, I would have loved to have, I just think they should have let Ezra Miller like go because those This moment we're watching right now, where you know the one that was in the original movie, where he's first encountering Ezra Miller at one thirty-three. Yeah, we're hour thirty-three. That that scene has such promise for like charming hilarity later.
0: Those batarangs are much bigger than I thought they were.
1: It looks smaller in the special effect. It's pretty interesting. Uh, So yeah, um, yeah.
0: I've been saying this for years. I think that um, I think that they need to make a Batman Beyond movie. Yeah, you know, like that's one thing that I would really love to see. I loved watching that cartoon as a kid, uh, and I would love to see Ben Affleck come back as an, an old Bruce Wayne to kind of train up. A, right. Uh, I know. I think a lot of people have said Michael Keaton to come back and do that, but yeah. um that'd be great too. But I, I don't know. I really like Ben Affleck as as Bruce Wayne. But anyway, there, I don't really have much. Well, there's else our lights. That's that's what we wanted what to we talk like. about. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I want to say thank you to HBO for making this thing, or Warner Brothers, whatever, for making this thing happen, uh, and for the potential that they might sponsor us because we thank them. Um, oh, and it. here's that great T scene, um, and that you know, go watch this thing. Um, I don't know if you need to watch First Justice League at all to watch this.
0: You don't because I haven't. Right there, you go. I haven't. I've. I have not seen Batman v Superman. I haven't seen Justice League. I haven't. I haven't seen Aquaman. I haven't seen any of this other stuff. So. you could just jump right in there's enough exposition to
1: (laughs) to tell you what's going on and dc has a good future with you know what's going to be a second suicide squad that i can't imagine is not going to be good
0: well with james gunn behind it it, it i think it's just going to
1: really work and so we we, i think we can be excited about it if they but they may need to just say no universe we're just going to make some good movies and see what happens And, and we'll see what kind of energy flows behind this the the big takeaway for me with this movie is number 1 directors need to have free will mm-hmm. and studios shouldn't try and reframe a vision even if their director leaves under tragic circumstances yeah
0: yeah that i mean that's the big thing and that's what we always talk about yeah. is we want to watch movies where the director has full control over the the story over the cra- over the craft that he's good at or she's good at and not have any studio involvement that's going to significantly mess up their overall vision because we've seen that enough and it never works. It right. just never turns out well. Um but the films that 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 are that are you know turned over to the director's control are just most of the time at least cohesive enough to be uh, enjoyable um at the very least.
1: The the other thing I think I want to say as we part ways here is that I am tremendously frustrated by the fandom of comic book films, right? I have mm-hmm. it's it's a it is often a very ugly fandom, and this particular fandom around DC has been particularly ugly, which may make some people angry as they listen to me say this. Sure, and I uh, I don't want our our comments about this film to become fodder for people who are negative destructive forces in fandom. Uh, Fandom used to be a really beautiful, wonderful thing, and it has become about possession and ownership. Mm -hmm. And I think this is just a movie that we can talk about and enjoy, not a movie that puts me on somebody's side. I'm not the Snyder guy now, you know, I'm whatever. Oh, right, right, right. right. And and I, I, I think that that act that happens in fandom, where fans believe they own where I have a pri- privileged right to a certain thing, right? Is unhealthy, and uh, I, I would rather say I'm glad Snyder got his vision and I'm going to enjoy it than I'm glad that fan got their way mm-hmm. that Snyder got to make his movie,
0: right? Right, agreed. So, there you go, great. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Racking Focus podcast. If you haven't seen Justice League, the Snyder Cut, you can watch on HBO Max. Uh, I don't know how long it's going to be up here for. I
1: don't either. And I know it blew up HBO Max the first night it was on. Hmm. I mean, it just, they almost closed, it shut down again. They, they so. crashed almost. Yeah. Uh,
0: and I would say that if you have a chance to see this in theaters, if there's a theater open that is showing this, I would recommend you just go watch it in theaters.
1: I think it'd be fascinating to see it on a big screen. I, I mean, not for the sound either. Usually we say for the sound, but not for the sound for this one. Yeah, I no, Not for, for the, the visuals sound. for sure.
0: Yep. Um, other than that, head to com and connect with us on social media there all of our social links are are, are displayed over at uh on our website
1: and if you and like superheroes we're talking about falcon and winter soldier week by week so you can check us out talking about that um and uh we hope you'll join us in that conversation
0: yep and lastly share this uh podcast with a friend who likes film talking about film superheroes uh, all the things
1: Yeah. You mean, you you know, we want you to follow our conversation and join in so you can communicate with us on Letterboxd as well, which I don't think we mentioned. And we post stuff up there and it's a great way to sort of connect to us. And then we can continue this conversation, uh, whether it's here uh, via your communication to us or if it's in some other social form.
0: Yeah. Other than
1: that. Yep. that's it. Anything else? Go, no, let's that's go great
0: all right thank you guys for listening and we'll see you in the next oh episode. wait wait hold on. oh yeah go okay no, go
1: no we need to do an epilogue now we how long oh, have we, we been running epilogue. well it's we're, been uh it's been almost four minutes. hours so yeah. 51 minutes so we we have a 30 minute epilogue so we're just gonna fade the black briefly yeah that's good and then we'll be back with an epilogue so just hang on we'll be back in just a few moments oh. <laughs>
2: Oh, contraire, my little fish stick.
0: Thanks for listening to the Racking Focus Podcast.